it is from the Lord, we receive it and say, blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. I just want us to pray, but before we pray, maybe we can read the word of God and then we pray. We are going to read from the book of 2 Corinthians, chapter 2, verse 14 to 15. Can we do it different today and rise up? We read the word of God together. We honor the Lord. 2 Corinthians, chapter 2, verse 14 to 15. And we are all going to read. Are the screens working? We are all going to read from one version, NKJV. And we are all going to read loudly together. 14 to 15. Can we go? Now, thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ and through us diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. For we are to God the fragrance of Christ among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, this morning, we come before you in humility. We have read your word, but we pray, Lord, that you break it down for us. That you break it down for us in manageable pieces to suit the conditions of everyone's heart in the house of the Lord today. To suit or to fit in every area of our lives, Lord, those issues that are disturbing us, or even just the way we are, Lord, we ask that your word will be alive and will speak to us and will address the issues in our lives and that we shall be set free, we shall be made whole, we shall be delivered, we shall be refreshed because of your word. Lord, we thank you because this is true bread from heaven. Feel us and feed us, O oh God. May we be satisfied. May we be fed by you, O oh God. Let the angels of God minister to every one of us, giving us, each of us, portions that will satisfy us, Lord, depending on the God-shaped hole in our hearts, Lord, depending on our appetites, depending on how hungry every one of us this mo is this morning. We bless you and we honor you, for it is in Jesus' name that we pray with expectation. Amen and amen. May the Lord bless you. you. can have your seats. Now I'm going to give us a story about a process and then I will explain to us the, the, the theme or the direction for the sermon today so that we can identify with it and we may continue. Now, um, this guy called Ashish Sony is a perfume designer label, and this is what he says. The process of making a perfume starts with collecting the initial ingredients, including plant substances. And the oils, this then, um, which are the oils are extracted from plants by different methods, such as steam distillation, solvent extraction, and then the last two steps of the process are blending and aging. The oils are blended according to a formula that has been predetermined by a master blender, often referred to as the nose. Mapua, that is. 
One perfume can contain hundreds of different ingredients and can take multiple years to develop. And once the perfume oils have been blended, the scent is mixed with some alcohol. The amount of alcohol added to the perfume oils varies depending on what the final product is. The higher, okay, the higher quality or fine perfumes are often aged for months, some even years after the scent has been blended. This is done so that it ensures that proper, a proper scent has been created. And aging or years allows the different scents or notes to really blend together. Perfumes are made up of top notes that provide the scent with body as well as base notes which create an enduring fragrance. Our topic today is on the power of fragrance. The power of fragrance. And as we have read from the word of God, he starts by saying, thanks be to God who leads us in triumph through Christ Jesus and who diffuses us with the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. He diffuses us with that fragrance of his knowledge. And as believers or as Christians, the moment we give our lives to Jesus, in order for us to be triumphant, in order for us, because when we begin, when we give our lives to Jesus, we begin a journey. We begin a journey of faith, a walk of faith. And the Bible says that the Lord then, he diffuses us with the fragrance of his knowledge. In other words, when he cleanses you by his, the blood of his son Jesus, he then puts on you, he clothes on you with a perfume, a fragrance of his presence. Of You are clothed with Jesus Christ. That is what it actually means. You are diffused with the knowledge, with the fragrance of Christ. Where? In every place. So that wherever you go, you can release that sweet perfume. So that wherever you are working, you can release that sweet aroma. So that whatever words you are speaking, people will want to hear more and more. Because your words are seasoned with grace. Your words are full of power. Your words are full of encouraging, uh, of encouragement. Your words do not tear down. Your words build up. Your words do not demotivate. They motivate others. So you are diffused with the presence of the Lord, the aroma of Christ himself. So that wherever you are, when Christ, when God himself smells you, he smells Christ and he is delighted by that sweet aroma. Let me surprise you as I got surprised. Maybe it may not be a surprise for you. But when I was going through this, uh, this, the, 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 when I was preparing this message, I realized that God has a nose. I realized that God smells. And are you surprised? And we will see that. Actually, I was, so, I was so surprised, I was so shocked because I, this is something I've never imagined. When you read the book of Genesis chapter 8, verse 21, Genesis chapter 8, verse 21, if we can go quickly there. And the Lord did what? And the Lord, and the Lord smelled a soothing aroma. 
And then the Lord said in his heart, I'll never again curse the ground. We'll go back to that scripture. And the Lord smelled a sweet aroma. So the Lord smells. And actually, we, when we go back to the other verse that we had read, the, our, our anchor scripture that we had read, verse 15, it says, we are to God a fragrance of Christ among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. We are to God a fragrance of God smells. We are to him a fragrance. So God must must feel, must smell your presence wherever you are. The other day I traveled to, I went to Nakura, I traveled out of town. And uh, forgive me for giving this example, but where I was seated, I was seated, I think there is someone who had a bad stomach. And I'm telling you that those three hours were torture for me. They were torture and I was not seated even near a window. You can imagine, we are human beings, we have all gone through that process. And you wouldn't want to be in that position, in my position. You wouldn't have wanted, because after every few minutes, and you, are, you have your mask on, but you can still smell. You can still feel like you, you, know, you, you are not comfortable. And it was a torturous journey. And after that, that's when I was preparing for this message, I realized there is a way God expects us to smell. Your smell can attract God's presence. It can cause God to act on your behalf. When God smells you and he smells a sweet fragrance, he is delighted and he is proud that my son, my daughter, is releasing a sweet smell. My daughter is representing me well on earth. Because we are Christ. We are clothed in Christ. Are you getting what I'm trying to communicate? We are clothed in Christ. And that is the aroma. So wherever we are, we must really represent the kingdom of God to the letter. So that when God sees you, John... When God sees you perish, he smells a sweet aroma and he is glorified. The aromas we release can cause God to act on our behalf as we have seen, or maybe we did not read all of it, but we can read all of it, Genesis. When God, this is after this story, Genesis chapter 8, it is the story of Noah when he was shut in the ark after he built the ark and we all know the story, what happened. And this was immediately after he was told by God to come out of the ark. The water had subsided, and now he was told to come out of the ark. The first thing that Noah did was to make a sacrifice, was to offer a burnt offering unto the Lord. And he took some animals, clean animals, and he offered them birds and all clean animals, everyone uh, of its kind. He represented, he took a, a, a Everyone, every animal and every and every bird, and he offered it unto the Lord, and that is where God says He smelled. That's why the Scripture says God smelled a soothing aroma. Then the Lord said in His heart, "I will never again curse the ground for man's sake, although the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Nor will I again destroy every living thing that I have done." What do I want to say? There is a way you can release. And a, a sweet aroma, a fragrance unto the Lord until whatever he had planned to do 
if there was some disaster that was to happen either around you or to your people, he averts it. He stands and he says, never again, or I will not allow this. So your fragrance can cause God to act on your behalf. Your fragrance can cause God to avert destruction on your behalf. Are we together? Fragrance, a sweet fragrance. This story I have read, you can tell and you can see that a fragrance, a sweet fragrance does not just happen overnight. Yeah? It takes months. There is a process of blending. There is a process of looking, uh, hunting for the ingredients in plants. There is a process of, of blending these oils. There is a process of mixing them with other things like alcohol. There is a process of waiting for it to diffuse, waiting for it to mix up until it releases the aroma that they want, the fragrance, the smell, that those notes that, they, that, the, that, the, that the person or the alchemist wants it to produce. Are we together? So it is a process. Likewise, when we give our lives to Jesus, we begin a journey, as I had started by saying. We begin a journey. And what does this journey entails? It entails for us every day as we walk with the Lord. It's a process of refining. The Lord has, he found us. He hunted for us, isn't it? We are not the ones who came to him. We went to him. We did not go to him. He's the one who looked for us. So he started looking for us. When we fell from the fall of man, God started looking for man so that he can restore the fellowship that he lost. So God started hunting for you, looking for you. And when he got you, and when you accepted to give your life to Jesus, then now he begins a process of refining, of trying to blend things together so that he can make you an aroma, a sweet smelling fragrance unto him. Are we together? It does not happen overnight. That's why some of us, we gave our lives to Jesus. Who were, some of us were drunkards. You gave your life to Jesus and you did not stop drinking immediately. You used to lie and you did not stop lying immediately. It was a process. I'm not saying that you continue sinning. I'm not saying you take advantage of God's grace. But it has always been a process, isn't it? Some of us even today have still not been delivered from stealing, from lying, from doing things that are, 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 you know, are unacceptable. But there is a story. You looking at yourself, you can tell that you have come from far. Are we together? You can tell that I am not where I was. I am work in progress. And I want to present to us that even today, you are still a work in progress. And you should never give up on yourself because of what you're struggling with today. Because the Lord is still working on you. He is still working on you. He's still building his church. Amen. He is in the process. He has not finished. He is still working on you. So do not give up. The Lord loves you. And every day there is a work he is doing in your life. Every day you are getting nearer. Every day you are getting closer to where he wants you to be. To become a fully refined, a fully prepared church for the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So we are going to look at... Characteristics of, a, of sweet fragrance. Several, about six characteristics of sweet fragrance. And we are going to start with number one. Romans chapter 12, verse one. This is what the Bible says. 
Romans chapter 12. I beseech you, verse 1, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, or you present your, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. That you present your bodies as a living sacrifice. And characteristics of a sweet fragrance, of living a sweet, fragrant life, is sacrificial living. You presenting your body. It is you giving yourself as a sacrifice to the Lord. In order for the Lord to smell an aroma, in times of Noah, there had something had to die, isn't it? Something had to burn up and release something up to his nostrils, isn't it? And that is what God is expecting of us today. Something has to die in your life. What is that thing that you so hold dear to yourself and you know that this is not acceptable? What is that thing that you still keep doing and you know that God is telling you to stop doing that thing? The Bible says you present your body because this body... It requires a deliberate decision. Every morning when you wake up, you make up your mind that this body is not going to sin against God. Yes, you gave your life to Jesus 10 years ago, two months ago, whatever years ago, or the past that has passed. But every day, you have to crucify carnality. Every day, you have to let go. Every day, you have to say, deny yourself some pleasures. Deny yourself some good things so that you can serve the king of kings. You must say no to sin. There is no, there is no way around it. There is no other way around it. As Christians, we must say no to sin. And we must embrace the righteousness of God. The righteousness of God, you don't just embrace and say, oh, I will, I will embrace the righteousness of God. It calls for you to say no to some things. It calls for you to say no to goodly things. Some things are not even bad. They are not even sin. Like when even Daniel was fasting, was it sin for him to, to eat meat? Was it sin for him to eat meat? But he decided that for 21 days, he's going not to eat. And he's going to fast. The, he's going to seek the face of the Lord. Amen? So there are things you sacrifice. There are things. Even prayer and fasting is a sacrifice. Isn't it? You tell yourself, I will not wait until January when we have the 21 days of prayer and fasting. I will take some time alone. And I will put this body. I will subject this body. So that I can hear. Because there are things you will not be able to hear from God. There are things, even our spiritual eyes will not be able to see until we subject our body and put it under. And say, you know what, this body is going to, I'm going to suppress this body so that the spirit man within me can grow. So that my ears can hear what the Lord is saying. So that my eyes can see what the Lord wants me to see. It calls for sacrificial living. And when you give your life and offer it to the Lord as a sacrifice, he, you release a sweet aroma to him. And you can attract, and you can attract his attention. Because when he feels, when he smells that sweet aroma from your corner, from wherever you are, then he will come. He does not just stay put. He acts. He says something. And he does something to that effect. Amen? 
the other characteristics. There is a guy called Christopher who said, nothing brings to life again a forgotten memory like fragrance, a fragrance, a sweet fragrance incites or invokes memories, isn't it? Past memories. Like when you walk through a forest, what do you smell? There is a smell of wood, isn't it? And sometimes you can remember something because of that. You could walk through something that is burning and there is a smell of smoke and you remember a past, something that happened to you. You could pass through an ocean or even be near an ocean and you smell the ocean itself. Or even the lake, you start smelling something like fish or something else and you, it identifies the fragrance, that smell, you are able to identify a past with it. That is a characteristic of fragrance. It also reminds you of past and when it reminds you of a past, what do you do? You take the good of the past and the bad of the past, you leave it behind. Amen? Because again, a fragrance can make you start regretting some things. It can cause depression in your life. So it is upon you as a Christian to choose that this that I, have that I have been reminded of, it was something good that happened in my life. So I will bless the Lord about it. I will use it as a testimony to be a blessing to someone else. And then you also choose, if you remember something bad that happened, you say, you know what? My past is forgotten. I am going to heaven and I choose to be weighed down by, by this bad memory that I have remembered. So I refuse to be depressed. I will forge forward because what God looks at is the fragrance that I am releasing today. The third characteristic is that a sweet aroma can cause God to shut the door of your past and usher you to a new whole world of vast opportunity. The same scripture of Genesis, when God had shut Noah in, with all the animals. Imagine what was happening in that ark. I was listening to a sermon sometimes, I think sometime last year, and this man of God, Teddy Jakes, I think he was saying, imagine what Noah was feeling inside an ark. How big, you know how big that ark was. We have our imagination. The, even the Bible describes the width, the length, the height of that ark, and it was not a small thing, isn't it? And the Bible also says that this ark had only one door and one window, isn't it? The small window where Noah would release the bird to go and check whether the water has subsided. And the door where they all were entered in. And also the Bible records that God shut them in. So imagine Noah and his wife and his sons and daughters-in-law in that ark for 40 days and 40 nights with all the animals were there bathrooms in that ark you could argue and say yes because there were human beings there but i'm sure there were no bathrooms for the cows and the goats and all the donkeys and all the elephants and all the wild animals there so you can imagine the stench that this family had to endure for the 40 days and 40 nights you can imagine that, isn't it? But it was for their security. It was for their safety. God was doing that because he was bathing something in them. 
He was making, he was preparing them to be, to, you know, to be gener a generation carrier, to come to be a people that in the future, we will now be told we came from them. Because God had finished the entire world, isn't it? So in those 40 days and 40 nights, they had to endure a lot of bad order going around. I want to present to us that there are moments, like me in that matatu for three hours, there are moments you will not be able to come out of that matatu. There are moments you will not be able to come out of that ark because the Lord has shut you in and it is for your own good. So it is upon you to ask God to give you the grace to bear with your neighbor there who does not have good character, with your co-worker there who keeps on mocking you. It is upon you to bear with that person, that makanga who keeps shouting at you for that small season. It, it may be hours, it may be months, it may be years, but your time of coming out of that ark is coming and the Lord is going to release you to fresh air. So I want to tell you that it is not all the time you're going to endure a good fragrance. There are moments, seasons in life you're going to find yourself surrounded by a bad change but the Lord is in the business of making you and the Lord is preparing you for something better so do not give up do not be discouraged your time of unveiling is coming so Noah is shut uh, is shut in into this into this ark but a time comes and the Lord tells him now you can come out of the ark and that's why we are saying that there is a, that the sweet aroma can cause God to shut the door of your past. Because what happened is that when now they went out of the ark, there was never time that we are told that they had to go inside the ark again, isn't it? So God has the power to shut that door of your past. Whatever stench you had to endure, whatever problem you had to go through, God has the power to shut door that door permanently out of your life and you will never again, you will never again smell that stench. And if you ever, ever, ever remember it, because you have said the fragrance can cause you to remember, it shall count as a testimony that one day I was shut in that ark. One day I was going through a season of morning after morning after morning. That one time I was going a season of, through a season of joblessness after joblessness after joblessness. But the Lord delivered me. The Lord came once and he shut that ark permanently. And he opened now a new door of vast, of you know, of, of immeasurable opportunities. Where now, he, when the Lord released Noah out of the ark, did Noah ever enter into something else? He was now released to a world. He could not imagine, he could not see the breadth of it. He could not see how far it was. He was told now, this is now for you to dominate. And that is what we as Christians, the Lord is taking us to. So be encouraged that the Lord has shut the door of your past and is ushering you, all will usher you, you, you to a new world of vast opportunities. Number four, a fragrance signifies value. It signifies wealth. A sweet fragrance signifies value. It signifies wealth. And we're going to look at John chapter 12, verse three to six, just three verses. John chapter 12, verse 3 to 6. Then Mary took a pound of very costly oil, of very costly oil of spikenard, and anointed the feet of Jesus and wiped his feet with her hair. 
and the house was filled with the fragrance of the oil, verse 4. Uh, but one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, who would betray him, said, Why was this fragrant oil not sold for 300 denarii or given to the poor? This he said, not that he cared for the poor, but because he was a thief and had the money box and he used to take what was put in it. When you look at this story, Mary had collected some oil, some fragrant, very expensive oil. I think he had collected it over time because again, this was very costly oil. And now he de she decides to come and pour it, to break the box at Jesus' feet. And it iked some of his disciples, the people around him like Judas, and he was saying, why? Why this waste? Why this waste? This perfume, because we have read that the aroma felt, it filled the entire room. It was a sweet fragrant. It was almost delicious. It was attractive. It, was, it, it, it filled, it engulfed the entire atmosphere. And Judas felt very angry that why would we waste such costly oil? Why this waste? Why waste this? And I'm sure it has taken many years to make it, many years to save it, many years to, you know, to store it. But he just comes, she just comes and breaks it at the feet of Jesus. Fragrance has value. It signifies wealth. It signifies value. Mary did not care that he, she had, I don't know how many years she had taken to collect this oil. But Mary did not care. She knew that her value was in the Lord himself. She valued worship. Worshiping at the feet of Jesus. It was a better value than that oil. It didn't matter. In fact, Judas says that it was worth for, for what? It was verse, four, verse, uh, is it verse 5. Verse 5 says that uh, it was why this, this uh, oil was, could not may have been sold for 300 denarii and given to the poor. It actually means, in another manuscript, it means that it was worth a whole year's, I mean, a whole year's wage. So you can imagine how much money you earn per year. That is how much money, depending, that was how much money it was worth. The oil was that much. And she didn't care. Her care was to sit at the master's feet. Her care was to Pour it at the feet of Jesus, not even on the hair, not even on the head, but at the feet of Jesus, servanthood, washing his feet with that oil and wiping his feet with the hair on her head. It actually means worship. It actually means intimacy. It actually means emptying yourself of every important, every valuable thing, everything you consider valuable or worthy or expensive and you empty it at the feet of Jesus. It actually signifies, it is symbolic to total surrender. Where nothing else matters but the Lord himself. Because you know that the salvation, the forgiveness, the life eternal that Christ has given you cannot be compared to the money in your bank account. It cannot be compared to whatever else that you call or that is called by your name. It cannot be compared by worldly, worldly wealth. Fragrance is expensive. And it can take you years to manufacture it, to 
produce those sweet notes. But we are, are you producing them to pour them at the feet of Jesus? Or are you producing them for your own gain? Because if you have given your life to Jesus, then whatever you do, the sacrifice, the sacrificial living we have talked about, you, the, the many times you have cashed, the many prayers that you have made, they are worthy to count in the eyes of the Lord when you come and pour them at the feet of Jesus. The skills you have, the talents you have that have been endured upon you, the personality that you have, the leader that you are, whoever you are, that office that you bear, that name that you bear, is it, do you think that your relationship with God is worthy for you to pour it at the feet of Jesus? Is it valuable enough for you to pour it, for you to feel that I have sacrificed by pouring it at the feet of Jesus? Fragrance is a symbolic, number five, and I think we mentioned it, is sim symbolic to worship and prayer. We have talked about worship. The Bible says in Revelation chapter five and verse eight, that now when he had taken the scroll and the, the four living creatures and 24 elders fell down before the lamb, each having a harp and golden bowls full of incense of fragrance, which are the prayers of the saints. Your fragrance is your prayer life. And God expects that wherever you are, he smells your prayers. Because when you pray, it rises up to him as a fragrance. When you live a life of intercession, you pray in the morning, you pray in the night watches, you pray at all times, then he smells a sweet fragrance. Incense rises up and it fills the bowls. There is a bowl for you in heaven where all your prayers go to and the angels take them to the king of kings. There is a bowl for you. How, how is your bowl? What capacity or to what, how much is in that bowl? that is called by your name, Becky. How much is in that bowl? How much oil, how much fragrance is in that bowl? How much do we pray? Do we only pray on Sundays? Do we only pray when you are about to come and lead worship? Do you only pray when you are about to come and pray a preach or lead a service? Do you only pray when you're about to go for an interview? Do you only pray when you're about to go and ask and you're asking God to bless your business? How much do you pray? Because your prayer life, your prayer life is an incense. It's a fragrance before God. And God expects to smell your fragrance every hour, every minute. Pray in your car. Pray in that matter. We have masks on nowadays, isn't it? You can walk praying and no one will know that you are praying. Isn't it? Pray as you walk. Pray as you wash those dishes, ladies. Pray as you do your laundry. Pray as you do go about your business. As long as you have the time, because God has given us the time, pray. Let incense rise from your life. Let it rise as a sweet-smelling aroma before the king of kings. Prayer and worship. You cannot separate that from a, a believer that is living a victorious life. If you want to be a believer that is not defeated, if you want to be a believer that is always victorious, you cannot 
take away prayer and worship from your life. If you want that God is pleased by the sacrifices, by seeing you where you are, then you must live a life of prayer and worship because these are sweet fragrance unto the Lord. And when you lift them up to him, he receives them. The last one, fragrance. I, I think we had mentioned this. It is sacrificial. It is sacrificial uh, living. So actually there are five. And that is what we are saying. You give your life to Jesus and you live a life that is worthy of the Lord. What are people hearing from your mouth when you speak? What are people seeing when they see you? What are people saying when they heard that so-and-so passed around? What, do, what crosses the hearts of the people? Because let me tell you, pleasing, as much as we are called to love God, to serve God, our service is here on earth. It is what people are saying about, there are people of course who are malicious and will not want you and will not want and will say bad things about you. But I'm telling you, if God, God, God is expecting you to live a life that is worthy, a life that is acceptable, living a life that is holy and acceptable before him. Every day you rise up and you say, I am going to say no to this and I am going to embrace what is right. I am going to embrace what is acceptable before the Lord because that is what God expects of me. And when you do that, your neighbors are affected by your aroma. Yeah? Your boss must be affected by your aroma. What aroma are you emitting from your life, from within? What is oozing out of you? Is it grace or is it repulsive, whatever it is? Is it something repulsive or is it the grace of God? The Bible says that we must be seasoned. The Bible says we are the salt and the light. Are you being the light where you are? Because if there is darkness around, then you are not being the light. Because there is no way there can be darkness. Even a little light, even a candle repels darkness. So are you being the light where you are? What fragrance are you releasing to those around you? What fragrance are you releasing? Because we said it is we are fragrance unto God. A fragrance of the knowledge of Christ unto God. Is God smelling a sweet aroma out of your life? Is God smelling a sweet fragrance when he sees you? By the way, do you know a fragrance? You don't have to see someone. Yeah? A fragrance tells you that so and so is here. That there is a presence here. You don't need anyone to tell you. A fragrance speaks on itself, of itself. It speaks of itself. A fragrance speaks more than words. A fragrance, I think among the five senses, the sense of smell is the most intimate of all the senses. Because you hear it, you smell it before you hear it. You smell it before you touch it. You smell it before you taste it. You smell it before you hear it. Yeah? You smell it before you see it. 
So it, it speaks loudly. It is heard before you are seen. It is, it is heard. It is smelled before you are heard. That is how powerful a fragrance is. The power of fragrance. When you walk through the market, are you known by your words, by the way you walk there loudly and speak to those mamambogas rudely and, you know, or you are kimbadaski nini, supplier? Or are you known because of how gracious your words are? Or how gracious you carry yourself? Because a Christian should be able to carry themselves with grace, with poise, with grace. A sweet fragrance, the power of fragrance, the power of sweet smell, God smells. May he smell a sweet fragrance from you today. May he smell you as his son and say, I smell my son. I smell my son in that corner. I smell my daughter in that corner. I smell him when he is Nakuru. I smell him when he is Atlanta, Georgia. I smell him when he is South Africa. I smell him. I know that my son is there. Even before he calls on my name, I smell his presence because he's a carrier of Jesus, my own son. And I can smell the fragrance of my very own son. So when you are clothed with Jesus, you are clothed with the fragrance of God. And that's how powerful you are. And God does not need to wait until he hears you pray. He smells you first. He knows that you are in such a, such a place. The Bible also says in the book of Songs, Song of Songs, chapter 1, verse 12, that while the king was at the table, while the king is at his table, my spike nerd, hey, my spike, spike, spike nerd, <laughs> my spike nerd sends forth its fragrance. While the king is at his table, my aroma, my fragrance tells him, I am within. While the king is in the house, like today, while the king is here, your fragrance, it fills the room. It sends forth that oil that you have put on, the oil of prayer, the oil of sacrificial living, the oil of intercession, of worship. It reaches his nostrils. It sends forth your fragrance and it alerts him of your presence. And he will look at your direction and acknowledge by nodding. He will acknowledge while he is at the table. Do you feast with the Lord at the table? While you, he is there. Is your perfume reaching his nostrils? Is your perfume reaching him? Can he say that I smell the fragrance, the fragrance of my daughter? And I acknowledge that her presence, I acknowledge her presence. I acknowledge that she is here with me. While the king was at his table, there is a people that in the book of Leviticus chapter 26, verse 31, that 
God spoke and said that he will not smell their fragrance. He says that I will lay your cities waste and bring your sanctuaries to desolation. And I will not smell the fragrance of your sweet aromas because of their wickedness. That is how wicked they were. So no matter the aromas that they brought to the king, he said that he will not smell the fragrance. So God has a choice to smell or not to smell. May we put sin away out of our lives so that the sacrifices we bring to him, so that the offerings that we bring to him, he smells a sweet, he chooses to smell a sweet aroma. The Bible also says, again, the book of Songs 1, 3, that your name is as ointment poured forth. Your name is as ointment. Many people say that it talks of the name of Jesus, but I want to present to us this morning that even your name can be as anointment poured forth. That when people hear your name, they smell a sweet fragrance. That when people hear you mentioned, their hearts are excited because they know that you are a carrier of the fragrance of God. You are a carrier of the presence of the Lord. Do we desire this morning to be fragrances of God? Do we desire to be a sweet smelling, to send forth a sweet smell unto the nose of the Lord this morning? That those notes, those sweet notes, those sweet blended perfumes from this sanctuary, the Lord will be able to smell no matter how. We all don't have to have the same perfume, by the way. They are different. That's why we even naturally we have many different perfume labels, isn't it? Someone will smell something like berries. Another will smell something wood. Another one will smell something. They are masculine perfumes. They are also ladies, colognes, isn't it? So we have different notes, different perfumes. Would the Lord be delighted? Would the Lord look at Deliverance Church in Gong Road this morning and say, I hear, I feel, I smell from every corner. There is this sweet aroma. I think it's a sweet, it's, a, it's an aroma of mixed berries or some oranges, tangerines. And from the other corner, I can smell a sweet aroma or, or you know, or, or, of bamboo tree or something. Or from that other corner, I smell a sweet aroma of, of mixed, you know, sweet deliciousness. Because if every one of us has an aroma coming out, there's an aroma coming out from this corner, and another one coming out from that corner, another one in the middle, imagine what would happen when the Lord smells a sweet aroma coming from this altar. Do you think the Lord will remain seated on his throne? Do you think the Lord will, the Lord will remain seated at his table? He will surely arise because we read that when the Lord smelled, a sweet aroma from Noah's sacrifice. He spoke a word. When the Lord will smell a sweet aroma from your life, he will speak a word. A word that will change generations. A word that will come to build your life. A word that will be for you and your children and your children's children. A word that will transform your life and you will never be the same again. When the Lord smells a sweet aroma, a meeting from 
from your life. He will arise from his table. He cannot be, he cannot contain himself. He must arise. It arouses him, arises, and he speaks a word over your life. And he says, I delight in the sacrifice of my daughter. I delight in the sacrifice of my son. And surely, whatever disaster I had planned, whatever disaster I had thought of doing, I will avert it because I have smelled the sacrifice of my daughter crying on behalf of that city. I am not going to finish Nairobi because there is a man that is standing in the gap on behalf of Nairobi. And I have smelled a sweet aroma of prayer and intercession from that young man, from that young woman, from that little child that is saying, oh God of heaven and earth, remember your covenant. You said you will not destroy your people. You said whoever, whoever will call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You said if my people who are called upon, who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray, then you will hear from heaven. I stand as your daughter today and I stand to represent Laikipia. I stand to represent Nyahururu. I stand to represent my countrymen. I stand to represent my tribesmen because Jehovah, you have made a covenant with your people and I know that you will not destroy us. May the Lord smell a sweet fragrant from your sacrifice. May the Lord smell a sweet fragrant from your very life. The life that you are leading on a daily basis every hour. What fragrance are you leaving behind as you walk like this? What fragrance are you leaving behind? Are people turning their heads and saying I smell a sweet aroma? Are you affecting the atmosphere around you positively? Or are people saying that we don't want this smell around us? Are people saying that I want to identify with George because when I am with him he speaks positive words or are people saying that I don't want to hear that name mentioned around me because this man never speaks good things about me what fragrance are you releasing in your life from day to day what would you want the king to say about your fragrance what would you want the king to speak about you because of the fragrance that he is smelling from your nose oh I desire that the king may from my life smell a sweet fragrance a fragrance of prayer fragrance of worship a fragrance of devotion to him as fragrance of sacrificial living where I can stand today and say I had not planned to fast but I will fast because I want to subject this body and hear what God is saying what fragrance are you emitting are you oozing the presence of God or are you oozing of wickedness and evil what is coming out of your body what is coming out of your life? What is coming out of your words? What is coming out of your thoughts? Because even your thoughts are a fragrant to the Lord. When the Lord sees you, what does he read in your mind? Oh, that the Lord will hear me. Oh, that the Lord will see me. Oh, that the Lord will see how passionate, how I desire to please him in my words, in my deeds, in everything that I do. 
and that he will help me. Let me tell you, some of these things, it takes a process, but some of things, these things are unattainable. It takes the grace of God. It takes the, your own works are not enough. Your own works are not enough. And that's why sometimes you try to wake up in the morning at 3 a.m. to pray and you are unable. The other times you try, you are able. The other times you try, you are not able. It takes the grace of God. May we be clothed with the grace of God this morning. May you receive the grace to live a life that is pleasing to the Lord. May you receive the grace to release a perfume and aroma that is acceptable to the Lord. Why don't we stand up? May you receive a grace to release a sweet-smelling sweet aroma unto the King of Kings. When your children hear you, what do they hear from your mouth? When your husband or your wife sees you or hears you, what does he think or say of you? What smell are you oozing? If you are like me, I just feel like praying. I just feel like telling God to help me and clothe me with, with his grace and enable me and just aid me because I am weak. I am powerless. I cannot do this without him. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, would you come and help us? Would you come and clothe us with the fragrance of your son Jesus. Jehovah God, would you come and clothe us with the fragrance of your son Jesus, with the fragrance of the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Come and clothe me today, Lord. I desire, I desire, I desire to smell Christ. I desire that wherever I am, I will release a sweet fragrance unto you, O God. For indeed you have spoken to me today, Lord, on the power of fragrance. And I desire that, Lord, whatever comes out of me, whatever comes out of my life, Lord, will be a sweet fragrance, will be a sweet smell, oh God, and not a repulsive one. In the name of Jesus, Father, I pray that you help us as a church, oh God, that even out there, my fathers, we represent the church of Jesus Christ, our God that we shall be a sweet-smelling, savor, sweet-smelling fragrance before you, O God, that what comes out of us will be acceptable, it shall be sweet before you in the name of Jesus. Father, we surrender to you, O God, and we pray that you help us, our Father, even in our families, O God, the families that we represent this morning, Jehovah. Some of us are coming from backgrounds, O God, that are bound to witchcraft. Some of us are coming from backgrounds, O God, that are bound, O oh Lord, to, 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 to wickedness, O oh God, to sorcery, my Father. And Lord God, that is not a sweet smell. Today we rise and pray that in the name of Jesus, my Father, we disconnect ourselves from a repulsive smell and we connect ourselves to the fragrance of Christ and that from today onwards, going forward, my Father, Lord, we shall represent our families, O oh God, with a sweet smelling fragrance before you in the mighty name of Jesus. Help us, our Father. Oh, Shetara Mahaseka. Rima Shekatara Mahaserebo Shikara Mahasata. Rebo Shikara Makantere Mahasayara Mashente Rebo Zayara Bashana. Rikara Makantere Rebo Shikara Mahaseta Mahasaya. Rekataka Mahasayara Boshente Rebo Zira Bashana. Break the chains, oh God. Break the chains of evil around us. Break the chains of evil. 
in our hands and our feet, oh God, the bondages, Lord, that causes us to live a life that is not pleasing before you. We pray today that you break them off our hands and our feet in the name of Jesus. Let the captives be led free today, oh God. Let them be made free today, my Father. Lord, we ask that you release to us a fragrance, a fragrance of the knowledge of Jesus Christ, that wherever we go, my Father, in whatever position that we bear, whatever office, oh God, that we walk in, my Father, the Lord, we shall leave, oh God, a fragrance of your presence, a fragrance of grace, a fragrance of your very word, my Father, in the name of Jesus, that we shall be known as a people who build and not a people who destroy, not a people who ruin others, oh God, that we shall be known as Christians, my Father, that have salt that has not lost its saltiness, my God, in the name of Jesus, but that we shall season the world around us. We shall season the people around us. The Lord God, we shall represent the kingdom of God fully. We shall be true ambassadors of the kingdom of heaven in the name of Jesus Christ. Shantala mahasekarabashana. Retere mahasayarabo shenderebo sirabakaita. Ramashetala mahasikarabo shantara mahasaya. Lord, help us. We call to you that you help us, our Father. Help us, we are your children. Hear the cry of your children on this altar. Hear the cry of your children from this church, my Father. Restore to us, Lord, the ears that we have wasted. The ears that have been wasted by the enemy. The ears that have been wasted, oh God, by and godly living. Restore to us, my Father. Lord, since we gave our lives to Jesus, restore to us, Lord. Restore to us those years, my God, that we may live a life that now represents Christ to his fullness in the name of Jesus Christ. We surrender to your Father. You are faithful. You are faithful. You are faithful. You are faithful to deliver. You are faithful to save. You are faithful to heal, oh God. Even for the brokenhearted in our midst, my Father, we ask in the name of Jesus. Lord, receive even the, the sacrifices of a broken heart, oh God. In the name of Jesus. Lord, for those who are hurting and those that are in pain in their hearts, my Father, we pray that you release even your fragrance, your very fragrance of healing upon them in the name of Jesus. The balm of Gilead upon your people, my Father. The balm of Gilead to heal the broken hearts in our midst in the name of Jesus. The balm of Gilead to heal, to encourage and comfort those that are mourning in our midst, oh God. To comfort our pastor's family. The balm of Gilead upon his family. The balm of Gilead upon his heart, oh God. The balm of Gilead upon his siblings in the name of Jesus. Lord, let your comfort, let your comfort fall, oh God, upon, let it Come like a river, let it fall down like a fountain, and let it come and heal your people. Those that are physically unwell, oh God, I pray that the balm of Gilead will also heal them and take them out of their miseries in the name of Jesus. I rise against every spirit of oppression and affliction. I tear down every spirit of sickness and disease, and I command it destroyed today in the name of Jesus. You spirit of death, you are under my feet in Jesus' name. We trample 
under you. We trample you under our feet and we speak your defeat today. Spirit of death, no more death in our midst. In the name of Jesus, spirit of death, we arise you. We come against you, tear you down. In the name of Jesus, we put a stop. In the name of Jesus Christ, we will not lose our loved ones. We will not lose our loved ones in the name of Jesus. We thank you, God. We thank you, our Father. Everyone, Lord, that the enemy has written, oh God, that their time of death has come. We decree today that Jehovah, they have a new lease of life in the name of Jesus. Every scheme against the lives to cut short the lives of your people, oh God, in this sanctuary and those that are related to us, we destroy the schemes of Satan in the name of Jesus. Every weapon that has been fashioned and designed and forged against us, we destroy it. It shall not prevail over our lives today. It shall not prevail over our children. It shall not prevail over our marriages. It shall not prevail over our bodies in the name of Jesus Christ. And every tongue that is rising against us in judgment this very second, in Jesus' name we condemn it. We condemn it. We condemn every handwriting that has been written against us in the name of Jesus. We condemn every handwriting that brings curses upon us, that binds our lives. We condemn it. We erase it by the blood of Jesus Christ. And where it was written that we will die, we write with the writing, with the handwriting of the blood of Jesus that we shall live and not die. And we shall declare the works of the Lord in the land of the living in the name of Jesus Christ and father we thank you even our children are going back to school this week we cover them by the blood of Jesus Christ we speak life over them we speak protection over them they shall excel in school they shall they shall stay away from bad behavior they shall be well behaved they shall be disciplined they shall be clean they shall live a life of order in the name of Jesus they shall fear the name of the Lord they shall represent Christ Jesus in their schools they shall ooze out the presence of the Lord, the fragrance of the Lord, wherever they are, in their classes, in their dormitories, in the name of Jesus, because Jehovah, these are the children of your children, oh God. We cover them with the covenant of the blood of Jesus, and we decree they are victorious. They shall not be ensnared by drugs. They shall not be ensnared by drunkenness. They shall not be ensnared by lesbianism and gayism. In the name of Jesus Christ, we surround them with the blood of Jesus. They will live a victorious life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Lord, may they ooze out a fragrance of the presence of the Lord. May those around them come to identify, come to want to stay with them, come to want to hear you, oh God, through them in the name of Jesus. We shall not lose our children to the kingdom of Satan in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And we shall also not lose them to death in the name of Jesus Christ. We shall not be called from our, our, our activities that our children are sick at school. We cover them by the blood of Jesus. They shall not be sick. They shall not be sick. They shall not be sick in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, our Father, and we glorify your name. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen and amen and amen. Amen.
Amen. May the Lord bless you.